Welcome to the E&S Wolves podcast with your host, Nathan Judah, and Wolves correspondent, Tim Spears. to the new ENS football podcast. I'm Nathan Judah. I'm delighted to be heading this rebooted version of the podcast. It's been about six months in the making this. We, we first discussed it at the end of last season. We've had to jump through a few hoops on the way and to get a room in this building is not easy, but we are here. We are ready to go. We're going to be bringing you... Shut up, you <laughs> idiot! Mute, mute, delete, delete. Six months in the making. Well, hello everybody, welcome to episode 106 of the ENS Wolves Podcast. Come on, what was what's what's the better intro there? I mean, come on. That was when we were supposed to be prim and proper. Peeps, you know, don't like it. They don't like the they prefer welcome, hello, be introduced. What would you rather have? You, you let us know. Email us. What's, what's this? E- episode 106? 106. I like how you started episode one yeah. of a podcast we've been doing for 106 episodes. Yes. With a lie. Ooh, uh, start as you mean to go on. What do you mean? What was the lie? Was six months in the making. We decided about a week before. <laughs> no, we didn't. We just got four sports writers in a room and chatted about football <laughs> for an hour. That was it. We, t- we talked about potentially doing it at some point. The planning levels have not increased either since then. Literally, when did we start talking about what we're going to talk about in this week's podcast? What, me and you in a room? Yeah. Well, I've done some notes. No, no, this, this week's podcast, when, oh. when, when did me and you d- yeah. start discussing what we're going to talk about? Well, due to the nature of our jobs, we would like to do but probably let's, about... Let's be honest, come on. About, about 45 seconds ago. Yeah, so you're right. <laughs> right. So I've just walked into the room, sat down. Judah said, same as usual this week. I said, yes. And then we <laughs> I said, start... have you got some abuse? You went, yes. I've gone, okay, let's go. <laughs> God's honest truth. Exactly what happened. Oh, dear. Unbelievable. <laughs> uh, right. how, how was your... What time did you get? Well, both tight though I mean you know flipping hell we're doing a podcast now okay we'll go on Tuesday but it is Monday evening uh, what time did you get back last night from uh, the Etihad I think about two like because I'm, I'm Stafford now so Manchester's not far away I saw that when I was passing I was like you bugger getting to Stafford <laughs> yeah. I've still got an hour left but uh, I did play ratings when I got back against your advice oh, you, you, did you? you did tell me to do them this morning I did. but um but I did them did them last night till about mm. half two three mm. it was a struggle because it was it was hard to rate there wasn't anyone really outstanding. Yeah, you got bullied into giving Johnny a seven, didn't you? <laughs> no, I saw thought, that. I thought he did really well. The stats kind of back, back, backed it up, actually. But yeah, no, it was a, str- a struggle, Strugglesville to write those. It took ages. It was a Strugglesville to watch it at times, to yeah. be honest, Tim. Um, well, well, before we get on to yes, yes, football yes, chat, yes, I, I, go, I, go. I've just spotted something. Hit me. Why have you got a new flask? D- oh. d- talking of being bullied into doing something you don't want to do, <laughs> why have you bought a new flask? Well, you know when it, you know when you've got something, you know. Just, just just to clarify, listeners, beautiful listeners, Judah, we discussed last week has got a new donut. Yes. Flask. Yes. Which he paraded at the uh, Liverpool FA Cup game. Why didn't parade? You you put it on social media. You bully me. <laughs> and, now, and now I've just I've just walked into this room to see he's got a plain blue yeah. flask, very dull, yeah, very boring, very, very manly, very vanilla, bigger. Bigger, thicker. <laughs> um, and, uh, so, so why? why? Uh, well, I did have this one before, and I just feel it, it, it 
you've, you've got you've got more bang for your buck in here. So you're, embar- you're, emba- you're embarrassed by your mum's present of, of a donut flask. Well, I have got that, but I'm keeping that for warmth now. So that's coffee. That's a coffee flask, and this is right. this is your water flask slash sparkling water flask, which people will be pleased to know the Zip Hydro Tap, which we discussed last week. Um, we've had a couple of problems with it. However, just because I, I, I prefer a good sparkle, I don't want a Pellegrino sparkle. I want a Buxton sparkle. I want a Harrogate Spa sparkle. The Pete, Pete's not what I'm listening to. So now we've got it. We've got it to the correct consistency, and it can quite easily take and, and, and hold a sparkle for five or six hours. Okay, it's good to know. Um, good to know. Um, I tell you what, I did do last night, and I had to. Mm. I've done an Albion podcast this morning as well. So I, I just checked with Wilson whether this was okay, and he was like, "No, it's fine." Um, so we got to Manchester last night. Now I got given the runaround here by the stewards and didn't park where I was supposed to park, and it was shock, <laughs> shock. Did, did you park this? Did you, did you block the Sky Sports trucking <laughs> like last season? <laughs> this guy literally parks where he wants. No one will be surprised to hear. You'll go when I'm ready to go, and <laughs> no sooner. No, I parked in this kind of like, it was almost like a waste on the semi, right the way around the outside. For people who don't know, to go and get your media pass, you have to go across this gangway um, flyover. No, nobody knows, okay. by the way. I, I guess not. All, not. None of our 4,000 listeners know where to pick up a media pass at the Etihad Stadium. Well, it's, it's not at the Etihad Stadium, put it that way. It's a good 10, 15 minute um, round trip. And to get there, and probably half an hour on the way back. Anyway, I'm at the other side of the stadium. I get, I get marshaled across to this wasteland. And uh, with a couple of lights there, they say, yeah, this is the media cut. Show your pass. I'm like, okay, I'll go there. Um, Desperate for the toilet. I don't think I can make it to the academy building. I see it in the distance. What do you do? Do you hold it and hope for the best? Or do you relieve yourself by the tyre, hoping no one's going to (laughs) look? Are you seven? (laughs) You're not holding it in. I couldn't wait, man. I couldn't wait. So I've crouched, quite a bit of crouching Char Tiger <laughs> by the wheel, knowing there's cars coming in. I know it's dark though, and uh, yeah, the, the, the gravel got a watering. <laughs> so you relieved yourself behind a tyre next to the Etihad Stadium? My tyre, not someone else's tyre. Oh, you pissed, pissed on your car? Well, it wasn't, it was to the side of it, there was a bit of spray back. But what, I'm, what I was worried about is if there's cameras around and then. I mean, can... you, probably, you probably cleaned it, if anything. That's absolutely <laughs> filthy, that car is. <laughs> <laughs> should have done the back windscreen. No, I need to do it. It's, it's not, not working. Not that, not that you can reach that high. <laughs> Have you ever done that before? Though? Have you ever been caught short? Going oh, God. To a... So it was, was. I was driving home to see my folks in Wombin. And um, it was it was desperate. It was like, like a 50-minute journey. Leakage I, almost. I couldn't hold it in. Yeah, to- Totally. <laughs> the, the leak had started. Oh, no. Right, so I got a bottle. Oh, no, I've never done this before. Quite I've thought about it. Water bottle, probably yeah. like a 500ml water bottle, okay. so it's not that big. I emptied the contents out the window. Is this why you're still driving? <laughs> Are you driving this moment of time? I said traffic lights. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've, tried, I've tried to aim it in. Oh, no. Um, oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> For some reason, I got the angle wrong. Oh, no. Or the hole wasn't big enough. Hey, <laughs> <A-A> ladies. <laughs> it's just, it's, anyway, it's just splurted all, all, all over the steering wheel. All over the company all car. All over my trousers. Oh, my goodness me. It's embarrassing. But can't, I couldn't stop. I couldn't. 
god. I couldn't stop that. No, you're in full god. float. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can't. I can just see you trying to get the rim, trying to find something. Oh man. I was so glad oh, I was going great. home. I was so oh, glad I was going great. home and not somewhere else because my mum just <laughs> took pity on me. It's fine. <laughs> well, she's seen it hundreds of times probably, but not recently. <laughs> City. <laughs> oh, we were wearing great jogging bombs as well. Just, just, oh, oh man, that's terrible. <laughs> I can't. Oh. Right, we might just stop. Really Molly's red card. Oh, God. Oh, can you imagine him being caught short? <laughs> He'd be drowned. And they spray a water cannon at a football hooligan. <laughs> oh, I'm sweating and pissing. Oh, wow. Right, police off together, man. Right. Right. <laughs> right. Banter, cross, cross off banter. Oh, dear. Unexpected banter, cross off. Uh, <laughs> right. <coughs> right. Pigs with this pad on the way in, by the way. Okay. A4 pad. Just a general pad. Forgetting the other day that my um, Mrs's uh, little sister uh, did a little picture of me, <laughs> which I think we've done before. Yeah. Uh, which I was just tweet. Is it a new one, is it? Uh, so anyway, this this is uh, this is of me apparently. <laughs> so can I only describe? I look like I'm wearing a jacket from um, from the Beatles Sergeant Pepper's oh, look at that. Uh, Beatles Sergeant Pepper's album or some kind of hits. <laughs> Jimi Hendrix. 16th. You're my you're my superstar. Yeah, <laughs> that'd yeah, be right. Yeah. Superstar. <laughs> no, not bloody superstar. Yeah, superstar. So, so uh, this is little Phoebe. She's but she's drawn drawn a picture of me. I look like a professor. Um, with a couple of messages, uh, Wolf are the best, she says. Right. Uh, you're my superstar. I think she means super. <laughs> I don't. Uh, Wolf will win, and a trophy. Anyway, I should, t- I should tweet that out of the podcast. Can God, you um, can you correct her. a punctuation, please? <laughs> <laughs> Give it back to her. Uh, dear. Uh, right, right. Uh, City three, Wolves nil. Um, uh, look, the the contest was over before it started. We've obviously done the pre the, the post match video, so we're not going to go too much into it. But um, you know, you've had you know. A few hours now for it to sink in. Look at some of the incidents. Uh, any different takes on 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 what we what we saw last night? It was just it was just a disappointing evening, and I think I think it's one of those. It did kind of say on the video last night. You just you don't want to analyse it too much. <laughs> what are you opening there? Oh dear! Is that your flat? The noise your flask makes, flask, right? Yeah. Mm. Um, it was just a bit of a disappointing evening. I think a lot of people went there with expectations to get a result, or certainly a lot of hope that, that Wolves could get a result. And I think the yeah. players the players thought the same. <laughs> Is that noisy enough? <laughs> um, speaking to a couple of... Blimey, you are pitting, mate. You are pitting. Speaking to a couple of players after the game, usual yeah. suspects, obviously. Uh, I had a great chat with Matinho. Um <laughs> <laughs> 
That was fantastic. He, wa- he walked past with his hood over his head, <laughs> over his eyes last night. Um, anyway, yeah, they, they, they did think they could get a result from the game. So, but there was, there was no chance. No, there was no chance. And I think the fact Wolves haven't appealed the red card and Nuno said it was a red card. I think mm. I think that's it. Really, you, you take your medicine and, and you move on to to what are two big games coming up now. Um, Matt Doherty was saying last night how. Wolves have got to improve at home. They've got Leicester and West Ham at home. Mm-hmm. They're both two points ahead of them in the table. This is a really big... Yeah. It's, but they've got to look at it as an opportunity yeah, to, to climb the table. Yeah. Not as in, oh God. We, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, they've yeah. got to look at it as an opportunity to win these two mm-hmm. games and, and cement their place in the top half because they've dropped down a bit in the table now. Going back to, to, to Baldi's Red, <clears throat> interesting that a lot of people, especially this morning, and referees as well, have come out and said that it's not, it wasn't a red card. Um, Pep kind of like dismissed it because he was asked about it in relation to the company um, tackle on, on Salah so he didn't want to get drawn into it and yet Nuno was the one who said it was a definite red now um, I think it's one that you know if they appeal they won't, they won't get it won't get rescinded but um, do, do you feel it was definite red card? I think so but, I mean, but then you know Clattenberg's come out today or last night and, and said it wasn't mm. and he should know the rules better than anybody um, certainly better than me, me or you yeah so, but it, I mean, the referee's looked at the fourth official, hasn't he? He's, he's over the over it, but he's looked at the fourth official to try and get some kind of, um, you know, direct well, direct him one way or the other. Basically, I think what we can all it took agree a long on, time to give it. I think what we can all agree on is he didn't have to go in like that. Mm. He could have won the ball with a normal sliding tackle, or maybe even not by sliding. Yeah, he was there. He didn't have to lunge in that way, and it was a bit dangerous. I mean, he's apologised to Bernardo Silva after after the challenge, so he knows it's bad. Nuno said it's bad. So yeah, I, th- I think I think that's it. We move on, really. Excessive force, but yeah, they, they, they will miss him. I know yeah. Dendonka came in and did well last night, but they will miss him. Yeah, and frustrating, really, because th- there are some really important games coming. I know every game's important to the Premier League, but there's some winnable games. There's, there's some games where, like you say, you're playing in and around the teams that you want to be battling for that seventh, eighth spot. So frustrating when you haven't got one of your main mainstays at the back there, and you're going to have to split up that three. And we'll see. We'll see how just how important Willie Bolly is to this team. We haven't had to for the past year. I'll double check, but I think it's a year since he last missed a game for Wolves. So a lot, a lot of people say he's Wolves' best defender. So I guess we're about to find out. Uh, hot or not? So uh, not. Um, we're going to go with Willie Bolly, obviously. Um, a two out of ten from you in the player ratings. Two. Well, he, he touched the ball three times. I mean, I'm not. Sh- <laughs> not. He was looking to get a two. Really. <laughs> I mean. It was. It was that. What was um, that's what was uncharacteristic of last night. Wolves' defence has been amazing this season. Mm. Wolves took a tweet out the day before the game of Nuno talking to the back three in training. Yeah, and somebody mm. replied saying, "Why is Nuno talking to a wall or something?" Right, and it got an awful lot of likes and retweets, and that just kind of epitomises what people think of this back three. Actually. Yeah, but last night you had Bolly with a red card, Cody with a known goal, and Bennett giving away a penalty. Mm. So it's very unlike them. I know City were brilliant. And are brilliant and to certainly deserve to win the game, but you can also say that Wolves kind of handed it to him a little bit. Yeah. But Bolly, yeah, it's yeah. We 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 we've said it all. I think there's no need for him to do it. It's not like him. It was a bit reckless, and he's given the referee a decision to make. Connor Cody, so, yeah, not, Connor, not, not Connor Cody night. on the knot. Yes. Yeah. Not not a good night for him. Um, I felt I felt he could have got closer to Jesus mm. or Jesus for the Jesus for the opening goal and then yeah it's an own goal for the third mm. just not just not quite his night really and and Doc as well obviously being the third one of, of the trio caught massively flat footed for the opener uh, waste wasted a great position only a minute later when he sent a cross over everyone's head there was four in the box a rare attack for Wolves and yeah I mean come on 
Leroy Sané yeah. is unbelievable. Yeah, I mean, silly. Um, yeah, exactly. So you know, some better defenders than Matt Doherty will struggle against him. Mm-hmm. And yeah, he just just had a difficult night. I mean, he was he was he was magnificent in the reverse fixture. I remember in August last night wasn't his night. But it's 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 a boil it's a it's a boiling pot, bubbling hot like a soup in a pot with Doherty. It's it's a contentious issue. Yeah, it's a TNT box because whenever you mention his name oh. during a game yeah. in relation to somebody who's done well mm-hmm. or in relation to somebody who's done badly, mm-hmm. you get a lot of idiots kind of slating him really. And I, I, mm-hmm. I had a long discussion with someone about this last night after the game actually is uh, and I know we talked about it on last week's podcast as, as to why they oh, hate did you have you drove you drove back on your own? <laughs> no, before I left. <laughs> <laughs> Talking to yourself <laughs> again. Imagine your friend. Um as to why they hate and I, I think it's probably that a lot of people formed an opinion of him when he was in the championship or league one, didn't like him. Um and they still hold that opinion now and mm. it's very hard to change people's minds, mm. isn't it? And he's not he's not a <sighs> Cody's a great player, don't get me wrong, but he's loved not just for his performances, but because of his massive big celebrations, yeah. jumping on everybody after every goal, yeah. the big fist bumps at full time, the massive mm-hmm. smiling face, the infectious personality. That's that's why Cody's you know loved and adored. Mm-hmm. Doherty doesn't 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 do that. Mm-hmm. You rarely you rarely get a smile out of him, to be honest. Yeah. Um, but performances wise, I mean, he's just been just as good as Cody, if not well or better this season. Mm-hmm. So why why the um, the kind of hatred, and it's only really on Twitter. You never really get it in the stands, but it, it no. just just annoys me. <clears throat> it annoys me because I put things out that I know are reasonable. Yeah. Because um, I'm looking at it from as, as neutral a viewpoint as I can, and then the replies you get are just are just mm. daft. It yeah. just does my head in. Yeah. No, um, no one cares about Wolves more than more than him and Cody. No, of course not. No, and when and when a lot of these lads go and find you know move on to pastures new, I tell yeah. you what. Matt, Do- Matt Doherty will, will still be there and he'll still be fighting he'll still be integral to, to Wolves' success over the, the next few years hopefully yeah uh, right hot um, Rui Patricio um, thought had a decent game okay let in three but could have been a lot worse um, <laughs> yeah well it's he, he hasn't had a fat lot to do in, in a lot um, in a lot of games this season <sighs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> Mrs. just tried to call me twice. Okay, um, no, that's not good. So no, we need quick succession. I think I think she's gone to shop to get some tea. Okay, so I was just text her saying just doing podcast. Yeah, but because I, I was talking about Patricia, <laughs> she just said just doing Patricia. <laughs> <laughs> thousands, thousands would be desperate to do that. <laughs> Uh, I'll just just make clear that's a podcast. Uh, right, there we go. Um, Excellent. No, yeah, he, he's he hasn't had too many busy games this year. You knew he'd have a busy game last night. Whatever, whatever happened. I yeah. think City had twenty two shots or something like that. Yeah. And, and he, he helped keep the score down. Mm. Um, a couple of good saves. A couple of good blocks rushing off his line. Distribution was better. I don't think he kicked the ball out once yeah. for probably the first time this season. So um, that's great. Excellent news. <laughs> so yeah, no good, good performance from him last night. Uh, donk donk, Leander Den Donker, like I say, hey, um, yeah. you know, come come back in, started the game, um, moved moved in, so versatile, and look, this is um, this is his chance now. I'm really impressed with this guy. Mm. I've got to, you've got to say, not not just for the way that he's played, but also the circumstances of coming in. No football for six months. This guy, yeah, six months, just sat on his hands doing doing nothing. Mm. And he's come in, very very solid at Spurs. You know, he played within himself, but did nothing wrong, and was clearly knackered. He was yeah. sweating after yeah. an hour. Then Liverpool FA Cup, very more of a box to box performance. 
Add a lot of strength and power in midfield. And then last night, yeah, we see him slot into defence with no problems. Mm. Hey, mm. you know, okay, okay um, Wolves defended deep, which meant that he was rarely kind of isolated. Yeah. But still, he's done everything yeah, right. Yeah, of course. A couple of really good interceptions and clearances. Um, headers clear as well. He looks composed on the ball. He runs like a madman. He um, <laughs> runs. Reminds me of a, a, a crazed ostrich oh. in, in his madcap running mm. style, with those big gangly legs of him, of his. But um, I think this. The, I mean, three games in, he's going to be nowhere near his best. Yeah. For me, he's playing pretty well, and if he can continue to develop, Wolves could have a real player on their hands here. And it's good. It's good. Because, well, it is. Yeah, you know, we've been saying him, him and Traore are a waste of money. Thirty million quid. Mm. Where are these guys? They're now. They know. They're contributing now. Well, very nice. You should say so because um, my last one on the list, and maybe it's controversial because he is kind of a love hate relationship on Twitter. Was was Traore came on to replace Jimenez, and um, you know, probably tactically more than anything from from, from Nuno. And uh, I thought he did a damn good job up front. Nuno claims that it was he wasn't resting Jimenez. Well, he's lying. He <laughs> <laughs> must be because if you've got ten men away at Man City, I'll take away, I'll take off my best striker. Yeah, you'll take up the guy that can hold the ball up, right? Uh, yeah, no, and, and then he said oh, we wanted a different option up front, yeah. and yet he knew he was taking Jota off after an hour because mm-hmm. they're easing him back to fitness. So surely Traore for Jota at half time is your change, of course, if you want to get something from the game, or you know, you know what I mean. But anyway. He did well, Traore. It, the, the tactic was give the ball to him and see what he can do. And he, and he ran City ragged on, on a couple of occasions, got to the byline a couple of times. Again, that kind of crazy running style, just barging people out of the way. He's good, good attitude. Yeah. You know, he's fearless. Yeah. He never hides. No, for, Pep, for, Pep for, loves him. For all his faults, he never hides. He always always wants the ball and wants mm. to run at people. Mm-hmm. Never really takes the easy option. He, he knows what strengths he's got and he, and he, and he tries to play to them. So... Still a work in progress, you know. We see Nuno lecturing him every game, and he, he did the same again uh, last night. Because we should point out we're recording this Tuesday night, aren't we? Mm-hmm. Um, even though you probably probably listen on Wednesday. Um, so yeah, I, I I was disappointed in start. I was disappointed that Nuno didn't go three four three like he did at Spurs, like he did at Arsenal, and and go for it. I think you're never going to keep a clean sheet at City. Mm. City hadn't kept a clean sheet since um, October the twentieth at home. And only once away in the Premier League in that time, so they rarely keep clean sheets. I'd have preferred Wolves to go for it. The red card makes this all irrelevant anyway, but um, but it's a shame he didn't go Troy or Jota up front. Mm. And I hope he does. I hope he does that against Leicester. Uh, so eleventh in the table, they've, they've slipped down a bit, but um, there's a, there's a tiny bit of a gap between them and, and the rest, um, and still within touching distance of of three points away from from Watford in seventh. So. There's that little tier now, isn't there, between seventh and, and twelfth? Let, let's let's bring you know Bournemouth and Brighton are, are in it as well. But but Watford, Leicester, West Ham, Everton, Wolves. This is where it's this is where Wolves want to be this season, aren't they? And and they don't want to they don't want to spoil all that hard work and, and and fall off a little bit and finish thirteenth, fourteenth, fifteenth. No, and I don't think they will. I don't think they will. The, the the Palace game was was unfortunate, really. But other than that, beating Spurs. Put a point away at Fulham, you know, yes, disappointing, but but could have been worse. You'll you'll take it. Mm-hmm. Beat Bournemouth before Christmas, lost to Liverpool, no shame in that. So the results have gone almost as expected. Well, no, that's that's not true. I'll take that back. Um, <laughs> Huddersfield. No, well, I was thinking, yeah, Palace and Spurs. Yeah, what you wouldn't expect. But anyway, they're in there. This this group's been been formed for a few weeks now. Man United were in it, but their incredible form mm. means that n- no one in, no one will catch them now. No. They will finish sixth or above. They're they're out of that pack. So yeah, it's um 
it's it's a group of of inconsistent teams that can beat anyone on their day. We've seen Palace and, and Leicester beat Man City. We've seen we've seen Wolves beat some big teams. We've seen Watford beat some big teams. Uh, Bournemouth <clears> as well. They can all they can all beat the top teams on their day. Yeah. And they can all lose to Huddersfield or Cardiff as well. So it's it's about it's about the team that's the most consistent. West Ham before before this Arnautovic stuff, I'd have said West Ham would be favourites to get that seventh spot. They announced a bit stuff. I think it's going to derail them massively because mm. I can't see them getting an adequate replacement. No, that, if he goes. January as well. And if he stays, he'll he'll disrupt that dressing room massively mm-hmm. with his personality that he's got. So Leicester, we'll we'll discuss in a bit, but they've been massively up and down. Mm-hmm. Fans want Puel to go, mm-hmm. so it's open. You yeah. know, Watford, I don't think will last the pace. Bournemouth, no. Bournemouth are on a horrendous run. Terrible run, of fixtures. Yeah. I think they've lost um, eleven or fourteen. Is it? Yeah. Something like that, including cup games. Horrendous run. They're slipping down. Everton, Everton got got a win at the weekend, but that's a toxic atmosphere. Goodison yeah, Park. No. They're ready to turn. They're ready to get ready. You know, they've had enough of Silver and, and, and some of these players. So yeah, there's, I mean, you can make arguments for everybody, but they're they're right in the mix. Wolves at every yeah, chance. Yeah, and uh, yeah, you're right. Everton probably similar to Leicester. Fans aren't happy with the manager, and they're very inconsistent. And then you, and then you look at Wolves, and Wolves Wolves you class as a team that plays well and beats the big the big the big teams on occasion or gets results and struggles against the smaller teams. That's yeah. that's Wolves encapsulated for, for most people. Whether that's strictly true in reality or not, you could probably prove stats either way. But anyway, the bottom line, consistency is the key, and the next two games are very important. Well, more than that, because the next three, because Everton away after that in the league, isn't it? Yeah. And then Newcastle at home, so. An opportunity, like I said, is the way they've got to look at it. And if they can, wow, if they could get 10 points from these next four games, then um, they're in the hot seat for, could, seven, for seventh place. And yeah. just to add, yeah. the last four seasons, seventh place has been enough for Europe. So it's there. Mm-hmm. It's there. Mm-hmm. Will they, could they, should they um, have some help in the next few weeks with, with some new additions? Do you think that that's going to that, that's gonna help the first team squad or maybe even the first team of the, the best eleven? I don't. I don't. I don't think anyone will come in to the first eleven. You don't. I, I think. I think if if they bring, we know that we know they're looking at Bauer, uh, Moritz Bauer from Stoke as a, as an alternative to Doherty at right wing back. He'll be a backup, mm-hmm. and you won't be at all surprised if they signed him that he might not even play. Yeah. A single minute because Doherty plays every week and plays ninety minutes. I remember in the Premier last year actually. I'm in fantasy if you actually, and he's actually he's, he thought he did okay to be honest. I know that some people say he's rubbish or whatever, just because he's Stoke City, just because you know he's had he's had a few problems this year and oh they're in the Championship and you know he's a little, he gives the ball away too easily. But I mean I think it's exactly what Wolves need. They need a bit of strength and depth. They need to give him a rest as well. Yeah, I mean it doesn't it doesn't say an awful lot for. Oscar Burr Rasmussen and Ryan Giles that they're looking to bring in, you know, a guy who's only played twice for Austria but to, to come in as a right wing back. No disrespect to them though. If you're if you're going for seventh in the table, I agree. But it goes against what they said because they did say last summer we want a small squad that will be that will be boosted by the under twenty threes when we need them. Mm. It's, it's a bit of a shame for them, but hey, that they've obviously made their judgment that Rasmussen isn't good enough, so they need a backup uh, to come in, and they are short of wing backs. Mm. I think Nuno's. Um, Nuno's not made the smartest statement when he said we only want to bring in a special, special player. And I think he was answering that in regards to Tammy Abraham, I think, yeah. at that time. Yeah. But whoever they bring in, I don't think they're going to bring in a special, special player. No. Um, it's extremely hard to buy in January. If they want a striker in January yeah. who's scoring goals, no one's going to no one's going to want to let no. a, a goal-scoring striker go in January. No. Unless they've got a 
a ready-made replacement. And yeah. again, you've got your knock-on effect of other teams that want to sell. It's a horrible time to buy. I mean, with Callum Wilson with Chelsea, you know, ridiculous money. They haven't I mean, got the money. Mm. They haven't got the money. They will be linked because they're because they're rich, but they haven't got the money. It'll be like it'll be loans this month. I'm sure, I'm sure, I'm really confident of that. That yes, well, they they may surprise us on spend a bit of money, but if I was gonna if I was gonna put money on it, mm. I would say that they'll bring loans in because they spent an awful lot last summer. Loans plural? Do we think it could be seeing two or three additions and, and just squad depth then? Um, I mean, they let Courtney Hawes go, and for me, they've got to bring in a centre half. But from what I told, they're quite relaxed. Mm. About bringing the centre half in. Why? Because um, of Dendonka, because of Sace? Because they've got Dendonka and Sace. I guess there's an emergency. You've got Doherty or Johnny to fill in either side. I know, what? I'm talking emergency. But from what I'm told, yeah. if, if Max Kilman is on the bench, yeah. they're, ha- they're happy with that. Right. They're not desperate to bring in uh, a defender for the sake of it. Mm-hmm. They are content with what they've got. Mm. I think it's different up front because Bonatini is just not trusted, and they're keen to they're keen to get him out to play some football. So Greece is, is Greece is the preferred destination, is it at the moment? I don't know if preferred, but they they are they are certainly. Are you going there? So whether you yeah. like it or not? P A O K. I think I think are winning the the Greek league at the moment. Um, so Bonatini um, potentially off there, but well, they played they played the last game in a Wolves shirt. Pretty confident in that, are you? Yeah, I'll, 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 it'd have to take a bit of a turnaround from this point, but the, but well. The key is that Wolves have got to identify a replacement, mm-hmm. and they they don't want to let Bonatini go until they've they've found that replacement, and they know that they're going to definitely bring him in. So um, you're playing Costa, Cav, Jota, Traore, any one of that that that, that triangle. If you take Jimenez out of it, are all playing ahead of him. Do you know what Gibbs White? Yeah, what, he's not even in the squad now. No, I know. Do, do, why do you need to keep him around? Because, well, if you look at Saturday's game without Bolly, they're going to be short on the bench. They're going to have to put a kid on the bench, maybe Kilman again, or or Bonatini. If if they go three up front as well, then mm. then they are they're potentially a bit short of options on the bench if one of them if one of them is out. Well, you got Costa um, Cav, Costa Cav. If you're playing, tri- let's say you play Traore Jota with, with Jimenez, then you got Costa Cav on the bench as you two to come in up top. I think you'd be daft to let Bonatini go unless you sign a replacement. Um, and I feel a little bit sorry for him. He gets an awful lot of stick. I tell you what, I know he hasn't scored in a year in the league. He has contributed this season. He hasn't started a league match. Remember at West Ham away when he set up Bonatini's winner, mm-hmm. uh, Traore's winner. Mm-hmm. The last time we saw him, ironically, against Spurs, Spurs at home, yeah. contributed to both penalties. Mm-hmm. His his good play, earned, mm-hmm. helping earn both penalties. We haven't seen him since. I feel, yeah. I, feel a little, I feel a little bit sorry for him. But Nuno's obviously lost faith in him. Uh, right, should we do some questiones? I would say he's. I don't think he's. I don't think he's up to Premier League personally. So no. I think that's it. No. Um, yeah, let's question, do it. Is. Uh, right. Um, oh, interesting one from Matt Cooper. I'll just have to get some yeses and noes from you then. Matt Cooper says, "How many of those um, who started the first game of the season against Everton do you think will start the first game of next season?" Ooh. Um, Shall I give you? I'll give you. The, I'll give you to him. You say yes or no. Oh, okay. Yeah. The starting lineup. Patricio. Mm. Yes. Yes. Um, Bennett. No. Cody. Yes. Bolly. Yes. Castro. No. Neves. Do you mean Johnny there? Just yes. to clarify. Castro Otto. Yep, no. Neves. Yes. Oh, interesting. I'm going to say no there. Moutinho. Maybe no. I'm going to say no too. Yeah. Uh, Doherty. Yeah. Jimenez. Yes. Jota. Yes. Costa. No. 
And uh, some of these could be on the bench as well, potentially. It's a starting, starting line. Oh, interesting. I like it. I like it. I like it. Okay. Um... Ba -ba 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 -ba. Sorry. Um, some rubbish questions here for some reason. Um... Ryan Williams, please, please send us your questions. Ryan Williams, next th next three games are against us. Yeah, please. Eighth, ninth, and tenth place. What should we expect out of these matches? So Everton, um, West Ham, and Leicester City. What would you say? I think Tim, if they're going to do anything this season and really go for seventh spot, I would love to see say seven, but I think six is the minimum. But oh. or is five the minimum? I think five is more than acceptable. If, if you're more going, than acceptable for seventh? I think so. if you're going unbeaten, because it's, it's so tight. This is going to get to the last day, isn't it? Liverpool, yeah. Liverpool away. Um, <laughs> try and stop Liverpool winning the title by winning there to claim seventh. Can you imagine? What a day. Uh, we'll be out on the top of the Liver Centre that night, won't we? Giving it, giving it large. <laughs> so No, it's, it's, it's so tight. What is it? Uh, seventh to thirteenth. Mm. There's really not many points separating mm. them, so... Five is acceptable. I would, I would, the form West Ham have shown recently. Yeah, I think I'd beat Leicester, and then you potentially take a point from West Ham and Everton. Yeah. That's fine. Um, and then you have to improve the home form because seven out of nine defeats. I mean, that's that's. But we'll we'll, we'll come on to that later. Well, on. And the, but then after those three, they've yeah. got Newcastle, and then I think Huddersfield is mm. the next one, mm. home and away. So yeah. you'd be potentially looking at six there, and then then you're in a really good position. Um, hi Tim um, says Sam Doty uh, who would make the best burglar in the Wolf squad and why I mean there's the obvious safe hands of a goalkeeper yes very much so uh, it wouldn't be Traore imagine him imagine him trying to burgle a china shop <laughs> <laughs> him and Bolly together <laughs> it'd be like an episode of Some Mothers Do Have Them <laughs> <laughs> Cody's your stereotype for banter <laughs> Wow. Wow. Uh, oh, dear. Uh, I don't know. You'd have to have someone nimble on the feet, wouldn't you? Nimble, quiet. Um... Connor Ronan. Oh, Connor Ro Oh, yeah, Connor Ronan. Send him out, yeah. Let him get the rap for a few years. Um, Paul, Paul. Otherwise known as, as a spell at Warsaw on loan. <laughs> oh, yeah, you wouldn't tell that to Joe Matty, would you? Um, Paul Reed, the named stands at Molyneux have three statues alongside them. Um, when the Steve Ball stand is finally upgraded, can the Express and Star start to combine with Steve Ball to get the com to complete the set? Yeah, I couldn't couldn't agree more. Mm. I couldn't agree more. I, I think I've, I've been saying this since they opened the stand, really, since mm. they renamed it from the John Island a few a few years ago. Yeah, you totally. don't have to be dead to get a set. Oh, yeah, you? and we don't want to have to wait for that. No, no, we don't. Um, Paul Lappage. Um, with, oh, this is great. You have to have a quick look at this. With last week's mention of global hypercolour and colour-changing mugs, can you tell us whether you owned, um, as a journalist school, owned a journalist school back in the day, one of these specialist interactive pens? Have you seen the pen? Um, oh, everybody had one of these pens. It's one of those where you've got the, the, the lady and then you, you flip it and then she goes naked. You know the little water? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, quality. I, I used to have one. I bet you did, didn't you? That's, well, it's, it's Chandler and Friends, isn't it? That's the... It's in Friends, isn't it? I wonder if they still do those pens. Send, 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 us, a, send us a couple of those pens. I mean, this, this, this is very much... That was, that was back in the titillation. Before, before. <laughs> pre-internet pens, really. <laughs> Can you imagine that? No, these days. <laughs> Categories, I know. I'll just get my pen one second. <laughs> oh, quickly, come on, come on. <laughs> um, Jeanette, do you think um, Wolves will buy Raul Jimenez at the end of the season? Yes, I do. Yes, I do. I wonder if they'll. I wonder if they'll try and renegotiate the fee if there's an option to do that. 
but I th- it's an increasing clamour for to to buy him at the price that that's been reported anyway, which is um which is early thirties. Mm. I'm not sure the exact figure, but it's about thirty between thirty and thirty three million. Mm. There's an increasing clamour that that, that that that's good enough. Yeah. So, but I think we'll I think Wolves won't want to pay that much, no. and they'll, they'll try and negotiate with their with their good friends in Portugal. Um, Darren Jones, why do we persist in playing the same ball over and over, Patricio to Doc, if it works one in twenty? I know they need a few more routes out of goal. I think they're um, it's a, it is a bit predictable. If you're watching if you're watching a Wolves game and trying to scout them, then it's just obvious. Mm. It's obvious thing to try and stop. So yeah, I agree. Need something different. Paul Reed, if Fulham are relegated, how much should we pay to get Mitrovic at the end of the season? Hmm. I'd bite your hand off for him. I mean, there's no way in a million years they're going to get him in January, obviously, but that's the kind of striker that Wolves should be preying on at the end of the season yeah. should Fulham go down. And even if they stay up. But what did they pay for him? 22 million, was yeah, it? Yeah, I think you're looking at... They'll put a ridiculous fee on him because they don't need to sell him. And he's not, not that old either. No. You'd be looking at spending a lot a lot more than you do for him and Ezra. I reckon you'd be looking at 40 million plus mm. oh, or whatever. Because they'll say, well, I don't care. And, and you, um, whoever the Sheik is, who, who owns him, sorry, I've forgotten his name, um, he owns the Jaguars as well. But he, he's not short of a bobber too. He doesn't care, does he? I mean, I don't, is he a shake? Yeah, shake Khan, isn't he? Is he? Yeah. Is he? Yeah, Fulham owner, yeah. Okay. Absolutely. All right, I'll take your word for it. Uh, let me have a look. Probably completely wrong. Not that I'm wrong lately. Shahid Khan. Yeah. Yeah. Pakistani-American billionaire businessman philanthropist. He's a shake, then, no. is he? No. <laughs> <laughs> not yet. Blimey. Not yet. <laughs> right, Okay. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, I agree. He probably, yeah, he probably would cost more than him and He'd be a fantastic addition. What he'd suit Wolves. He would, wouldn't he? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And yeah, I absolutely. really, really like him. I mean, he's got an attitude on him. Yeah, but he seems to be. Um, he seems to have got his head down at Fulham, and mm. and maybe it's just the the manager issue with Newcastle. We've got one from John Egan. I get the impression a lot of national media aren't loved by you when they occasionally come to Molyneux. However, is there any big name journalist that's been helpful to you or you particularly rate? I don't. Uh, yeah, no, you're right. There are there are some that there are some terrible ones. Terrible, really bad. It's just the egos I can't stand, and the arrogance. There's a lot of arrogance from from big time journalists coming to Molyneux. You know, oh Wolves we Palace. I can't be bothered. Stereotypical to view of Wolves. Yeah, no, totally with the Mendes stuff and, and, and kind of, yeah, coming come to a lesser club. Cause and they, they've gone within five minutes of full-time as well, done no, the job totally, done. yeah, yeah they, they, you know, they never come down and speak to the players afterwards. And But they'll send a nice collage of saying, lovely to meet everybody today, it was really great. Yeah, no. Gross. I'd love to name-check some, but it would it would make my life pretty difficult. Can, we do, it, that, can so. we do it next Poddy Live? Can you name-check um, After a couple of Jaegers? I'll do it when I retire. I'll definitely do it when I retire. Book. <laughs> yeah, the book. There's some nice ones there. Well, there's some fantastic, fantastic writers out there. Sam Wallace and Daniel Taylor would probably be probably my favourite too. Any anyone you admire, Judah? Tim Spears star. We're on our way <laughs> back. Still available. Nine pounds ninety nine. All great stockists in Wolverhampton. Stephen Bennett. No, no, come on. From, from, from the broadcast side, who do you who do you admire? Oh, I mean, I, I write a lot of the American journalists. To be honest, oh. um, from the broadcast side. Mm, do you know who? Do you know who I think is excellent? 
Hazel Irvin is an excellent presenter. Nice, yeah. She's a superb presenter. Absolutely brilliant. One of the best. Obviously, our own Jackie Oakley. Absolutely uh, superb. But I think, I think, I think, uh, her, and Claire Balding. Three of them are absolutely superb at what they I've do. I've got to say, what? after your un-PC comment about Sheikh Khan, <laughs> you've really pulled that back there. <laughs> well done. No, superb, honestly. Oh, Hayes Levin on the, on the snookers. She, d- yeah, the snookers, adapt wherever she is, but she's absolutely top draw. Absolutely brilliant. Couldn't agree more. Well said. Okay. Uh, I mean, I, I wouldn't say you've modelled yourself on her <laughs> with, your, with your presenting style. <laughs> I play a character, Tim, you know it. <laughs> Uh, Stephen Bennett uh, heard you mention you ask people within the club um, and they verify whether a story is true are contacts told how much they can reveal to journalists and potentially get into trouble if they reveal too much have you ever found out information about wolves and not been able to reveal oh yeah yeah oh yes yeah we have plenty Quite quite a lot of quite a lot of info. I could write a good book one day. Mm-hmm. Put put it that way. Mm. There's a, yeah, you the, got concussion. You've just said that about two minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> concussion. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Maybe I have. Can't get words out. Uh, no, there's lots. There's lots of stuff you find out which is confidential information mm. and private information that that I'll find out. You know, speaking to people at the club, having chats, whatever. Oh. They'll mention something and I'll, and I'll be like, oh, that's interesting. Oh, no, you can't put that in the paper, etc., etc. So, and I'm sure that's the case at every single football club and for every single reporter. Mm. Absolutely. As for what what they choose to reveal, I mean, you know, you get a lot of stuff from sources who are happy, happy to pass information on. You know, they, you don't get a you don't get a guideline on how to be a source because no. you're not supposed to be one. So, and then information obviously will come from from. Wolves' very helpful press office. You know, you ask them for for details and whatnot. Uh, you know, ask them today. Is uh, a Wolves going to appeal against against Willie Bolly's mm-hmm. um, red card? Mm-hmm. Answer comes back no. You know, b- b- very sharpish, and, yeah. and that's it. There's, there's a story. So, comes in many many different forms and guises. Uh, Carl Talksport saying Cody to Arsenal. Any truth? Well, Nuno said no last night. Well, he said he hadn't heard of it. Mm-hmm. I think it's no coincidence that. At the same time that Connor Cody is perhaps looking to sign a new contract, yeah, stories surface mm. that Arsenal may be interested in him. Much in the same way that if you read certain publications, Matt Doherty is about to sign a new contract and was linked with Spurs last week. That's the game. That's how it works. Although, I would add, I spoke to Doherty last night after the game in an interview and asked him at the end, any truth in this contract stuff? And he said, no, it's not true. There's no truth whatsoever. Signing a new contract, it. you mean? It's not mm. true? Yeah. So do you feel that the, are you saying that the agents are putting this out to try and to try and get them to yes. sign a new deal? Okay, <laughs> yeah. You don't think there's any truth that, that someone like Conor Cody could could be interesting in a, a top four club? I'm not. I'm not sure if if um, well, I'd imagine they're all looking at him and imagine they've all scouted him. Now whether he's good enough, I don't know because he's never played. Looking at him to buy or looking at him just to no, scout. Just Wolves. on their list. I mean, Wolves have got six thousand players on their on their radar, and, mm. and these clubs will have more. Yeah. So of of course of course they're going to know him and keep an eye on him and watch him. What I would say with Connor, who's done very very well this year, and his potential potential England international. What I would say with him, he's never played a single game of professional football mm. as a centre half in a back four. Never. Mm-hmm. So your Arsenal, you know, they tend to change around with their systems, don't they? So I'd, yeah. be, I'd be surprised if if they went for him. John Charlesworth, uh, are you and Judah? You, as you and Judah are fond of Jägermeister bombs, uh, have the pair of you ever done a double Ray and nephew shot? What's that? I don't know. I thought you might know it because you're the alcoholic of the two. 
<laughs> Let me Google it. No, never Double heard of it. Ray and nephew. Oh, rum, rum cream, rum and cream. Rum and cream. Uh, it is. Let's have a look. What proof? Over overproof rum. Never heard of it. Have you? Over. That's just really strong rum, isn't it? Yeah, and and cream. Oh, it looks super strong. Please drink responsibly. I don't think that'd be a good situation for you. It's white, white. <laughs> oh no, I don't know. Not for me. Okay, I'll, you, I'll give you it like a, a bit of rum. Oh, of course you will. Um, Jamie Lucas, Tim, will Bolly miss the next three games? Two in the Prem, one in the FA Cup, or is it three Premier League games? You had it right first time. Two, yeah, missing Leicester, West Ham, and the FA Cup game. Which, as you're listening to this, you will know who Wolves are playing. Yes, I wasn't going to mention it to be fair. But <laughs> yeah. uh, well, we've said it now. Who do you, you prefer? Obviously, it's been t- would Stoke or St- Stoke. Stoke. You want Stoke? Yeah. I mean, the peeps want the peeps want Shrewsbury. Do they? Yes. Well, a bit of Ricketts banter, not... a bit of Dave Edwards banter. I, mean, I thought I thought you'd want Big Dave back. Well, I don't think he'll play. He went off with a groin injury the other night, mm. and I, I think the peeps really, when they think about it, on mass would rather Stoke because they'll get four times as many tickets. Mm, true. Look at the whole away end at Stoke, almost five thousand. Um, have we got a date for that game yet? No, that will be revealed today. Today, which, which is Wednesday. Oh, okay. <laughs> very good. Very good. <laughs> um, I, I'd prefer, I'd prefer Stoke. That should be press box is tight, and and now I live in Stafford. It's basically my home game. Oh, okay. So win win then for you. Yeah, but anyway, yeah, we'll, we'll see what happened last night. Uh, <laughs> um, Paul. Paul <laughs> Paul Walker, why can't Traore run for a prolonged period? Is he unfit? Is he lazy? Uh, because I'd imagine that running as fast as Usain Bolt for a few seconds it uses quite a lot of your energy. So I, I think that that's an issue with him when he starts. He's got to he's got to manage his workload. Mm. He's got a, he's got his almost freakish ability to yeah. run. So he's he's got to manage it, hasn't he? Do you think uh, Ruben Neves asks <laughs> uh, a reckless Ruben? Uh, do you think Wolves play better with forward wingers or the two strikers with someone in behind? Um, I think I think they're better three four three. Personally. You do. Yeah, I, I, I see what he's doing with the three in midfield, and it worked well against Liverpool in the FA Cup to an extent. But I just think I just think they look better with with the three up top. I think the issue has been the central midfield pairing. Mm-hmm. We saw Sace and Dendonka come in and do well. I'm not sure Neves and Matinho is, is your central midfield pair in the, in the long term. Um, so that's an issue to resolve. But yeah, for, for me, with all the wingers and, and talents they've got, I think they look better like that. With Traore and Jota, that, that would be for, alongside Jimenez. That would be my choice. Cool, cool, cool. cool. Um, right, that, that's about it. Um, I won't read the last one because it's um, horrific abuse for you, Tim. Um, is it? From, from Dave Clive, yes, absolutely. Abuse, yeah. abuse of the week? Um, you can. I mean, you're going to have to... Yes, you're going to have to change a few of the words, though. Okay. Um, anyway, uh, any emails, any emails, any emails, any emails for me? Yes. Oh, good. Yes, some good, uh, a couple of good emails this Excellent week. Excellent news. Let me read them out. We good. shall start with mm. Mike Keo. Oh, Mikey. Or Keo Mike. Keola. From West Yorkshire. Oh. Four, four questions. Oh, well, let's not be greedy. No, they're short and sweet. Okay. Number one, curry... Hmm. Pentandori or Indigo? Never been to either, so you'd probably be able to um, enlighten us. I've never been to Indigo. Pentandori, it's it's like it's it's a it's a great curry house. It's overrated, is it? Well, how how it gets all these massive celebrities? Shearer's in there the other day. Shearer, I yeah. Mean, they've had Jeff Shee. 
Liam Payne from One Direction. Are they giving them a little bit under the table? <laughs> if you're listening, lads, you didn't mean that. Uh, well, the best career I surround is, is Wombun Tandoori. That's something that's just... That's Better than Pentandoori. Wombun Tandoori. <laughs> yeah. Wombun Tandoori, who, who give us a free meal if we go and do the podcast there next. Wombun Tandoori is, is the best. Your Wombun. Yeah. Okay. See, for me, a good Indian doesn't shouldn't smell of really, really strong Indian like across the street. Okay, so you'd like Lash, which is um, um, in the Michelin Guide. It's in Central Wolverhampton. It's more high end Indian food and very, very nice. I like Raj Monkey in Shirley, which is um, like an Indian street food restaurant. That's one of the, one of the best Indians I've I've had in in the UK. Surely not. Yeah. Please. Question two: Malbec, Waitrose, or Lidl? It's got to be Waitrose. You, you, you can't piss around in Malbec. No, it's, no, it's no, got, no, It's got to no, be Waitrose. No, it can't no, be Lidl. No, hundred percent. Uh, stadium naming: Molyneux or Mega Millions sponsorship? Uh, I, I'm, I'm certain they'll go down the sponsorship route one day. It, 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 it just goes with their track record. It's, mm. it's focusing all over. Mm. I think they'll do it in a name that it'll, it'll incorporate Molyneux in the name. Right. It'll be like a training ground. It'll be Molyneux. Molyneux. I don't know. It'll be, the, it'll be the Thomas Cook Molyneux or something like that. Personal opinion. That's not. That's not information. That's mm. just. I just think that that's the way they'll do it. And Molyneux, what a new site, Jeff Shee. Still not. Still not closing that door completely. No, he did. That interview was a bit cheeky. He did an interview with the Sunday Times. Uh, um, and the journalist I won't name him well I will it's just, it's just, <laughs> Jonathan, just call him out <laughs> Jonathan Norcroft oh Crofty I think, I think he, he kind of said um, Wolves have got a decision to make as to whether to leave Molyneux this mm, summer mm. and then Jeff Shee's quotes are we've got a big decision to make about, about how we're doing it and what we're doing it and mm. when we start building the, the, the decision is how and when to expand is not to leave Molyneux I, I think Laurie Dalrymple came out and made this pretty clear a few months ago it's not mm. on the table Mm-hmm. I am told. Okay. And question four: uh, satisfaction, FA Cup home win v Liverpool or Premier League away win v Spurs. Oh, Spurs every time. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Oh yeah, I'm just not not even not even close. But purely because of the 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 team that Liverpool put out. If Liverpool had put out the first team, it might have been different. Oh, I don't think it is for me going well, to Wembley and winning mm. the way that they did. But but you never know. Uh, he says he's enjoyed the poddies and has Good. listened from day one. Oh, so he, he would have remembered the intro <laughs> yeah, that we played at the straight, start. Straight away. <laughs> uh, James Rawlinson, one of our lovely regulars. Ah. How do, chaps? <laughs> Sounds like a squeaky bed. <laughs> uh, hope you're both well. Nathan, you sounded a bit down in the dumps on Podcast 105. So Tim, It's the constant bullying that I get, to be fair. Who's, who was it? Who's the, who's the, James. Who? James. So, I feel like um, I feel like I'm on the verge of, of leaving the Express to Star and going to the Birmingham Mail. Well, we all I've hope, had enough. We all hope that comes okay. sooner rather than later. Uh, Absolutely the, astonishing. Onto the point, he says. What's with Nuno and press conferences? He really doesn't like him, does he? <laughs> no, he he's, doesn't. He's generally pretty good in post-match interviews, but pre-match press conferences, wowzers, prickly or what? And borderline monosyllabic at times. Ooh, easy for you to say. Uh, I know the questions are often crap. It's <laughs> right, Jason. I won't, I won't take offence. Um, and no doubt a bit annoying. It's <laughs> killing me. Again, How are you reading it out? Again, I won't take offence. But it's all part of the job. I would imagine Foshan would want him to be a little more engaging, given he's the face of the club. 
etc. What's the beef? I tell you what, if you think he's bad this year, he is ten times worse in the championship last year. He's yeah, he's undergone a bit of a bit of a PR facelift in terms of the way he deals with the media, believe it or not. Mm. He just he hates doing them. Um he hates questions that he feels are below his intelligence. He hates talking about a lot of things, hates talking about individual players. Hates talking about the past, Tactics. the past really as mm-hmm. well. Will not do transfers. Will not even entertain where he wants the team to strengthen. He won't say I'm trying to bring a striker in, you know, for example. And certainly won't talk about individual players. So, which doesn't give you a lot, does it? End which, of the day, which doesn't give you a lot. And, and journalists who don't know him um, will, will try and push those questions mm-hmm. that he doesn't like, which puts him in a bad mood. Mm-hmm. I will try and go down a different route. Yeah. Um, but it's that 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 may often be a, a bit of a boring subject matter. I'm not being funny. Mm-hmm. I tried to push him on Max Kilman a couple of weeks ago, and he wasn't having it at all. Uh, stood up and walked out at that point. <laughs> yeah. G- genuinely, yeah. genuinely, I was I trying to ask him um, Max Kilman because uh, he was being on the bench at Fulham. So mm-hmm. before Spurs, I was like, Oh, do you think his attributes in in futsal you yeah. know, give him something different to, to other players in the rest of the squad? Yeah, you know, it's quite an unusual route into football. Good question, Tim. Uh, he, he just said maybe <laughs> and then, st- yeah. and then stood, up, stood up and walked off I mean that's what we're dealing with here it, yeah. it, it is a struggle fans don't care um, although they, don't, they don't care when they're, when they're, when they're winning don't care when they're winning um, he, he has improved this year he's done, he's done more interviews and I, I, the worst thing about all this is if you speak <coughs> if you if you speak to Nuno on your own one on one away from cameras and away from uh, dictaphones. He's, um, he's an engaging chap. He's, he's got a lot to him, personality-wise. Oh, he's a bloody brilliant manager as well, and a, and a great man motivator. Yeah, obviously. And he's a bit of a philosopher, and, he, and he's, got, he's got a lot about him. So it's a shame that that doesn't come out in the public realm, but that's his choice. He no. Doesn't, he doesn't want to because he's a very private man. But at the same time, you know, he does treat... I, I think, and maybe you don't see it from afar, but there is definitely a respect from uh, himself towards us and obviously especially you I think because we've been there from day one because we were there in Austria and we've been with it and I think he just has a certain disdain for people who have turned up this season who have turned up late to the party who want to want to get a piece and there's definitely um, whether it's not in a collective um, um, room but but individually like you say when you speak to him there's definitely more of a respect there than he would give to others mm, I'm not sure I, th- I think I think there's more of a tolerance rather than a risk maybe necessarily respect I'm not sure I mean he's he's treated me with disdain on quite a few occasions in the past but that's just his nature that's I his think. nature he, uh, and I tell you what and I've spoken to him about it uh, away from the press conference environment and he just hates doing it he hates interviews he hates seeing himself on, on the telly mm-hmm. he doesn't like it and he doesn't want to do it and he, like me and he um, he doesn't see the value in doing it either so he's just like what's the what's the point w- why do I need to speak to BT Sport for ten minutes. You know mm. why? I don't care. Mm. It's, it's that is that kind of attitude. Yeah. So he never likes doing it. So he goes into the interview not not wanting to do it. He's different on camera. He knows mm. when he's on camera, mm-hmm. and, he do, and he does he does put on a, a smiley face for the cameras. But um, but he, he's a bit of an introvert. He, he's, yeah. he's, he's a private man. Yeah. And I don't blame him for not wanting to share his personality with the world mm-hmm. or, or his or his details about his bloody family mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't want to do that. Yeah, he's not posting on, on, on Twitter or Facebook or Instagram or whatever, you know what I mean? He keeps himself to himself. Yeah, I th- I think I think he should I think he should treat journalists with a bit more respect sometimes. We saw that guy from the Birmingham Mail get ripped to shreds the other week and yes it was wasn't the best question but there was no need to speak to him like that. So yeah, whatever. Uh, any more emails? Yeah. Are we good? Couple more. Okay, yeah, just a couple more then, because I have to, have to quicken this along. Michael Rallen, 
uh, searched for my book on Amazon and hadn't realised I'd picked up enough German on my Austrian jaunt to comment so cogently on German politics. Yeah. Spare me the expense of ordering the book by Tim Spear. Deluxe What? <laughs> Massa. I, I de order Bundes on a Zunkoft. What are you talking about? Which translates what as are you talking about? the left party contemporary idea or alliance without a future. Written by Tim Spear. Oh, okay. On Amazon. Oh, very good. Cheers, Mickey. How much? How much is it? Uh, far, too, far too expensive. Oh, okay. uh, very, very quickly, Darren May was at the Man City game last night, one, oh, of, it our, does it. one of our regulars. Yeah. Um, sitting in their head last night, we were shocked that a team like Man City, with their abundance of talent and, and being the champions, their home support atmosphere felt soulless. Mm. Was it they just expected to win? Maybe the new bowl-shaped stadiums like the Etihad, Emirates and Wembley look amazing, but the traditional four-sided stands generate more atmosphere. Yeah. What do you think? I agree with that. No, absolutely, hundred percent. I, I would hate Wolves to end up like that. I mean, it's absolutely death, deathly silent. Beautiful stadium, though. Stunning stadium, but yeah, absolutely. very, very zero pretty. atmosphere. Yeah, just like Arsenal. Now we've got just a bit of time to discuss our superb sponsors: Wolverhampton Building Supply, sponsors of Matt Doherty as well, the birthday boy himself. They are a professional service. And they offer advice on all your building requirements. They've got three delivery vehicles that offer same-day and next-day reliable deliveries. From fitting an outside tap to building a complete house, they provide all the materials you need at the best local cost. So go down, give Simon and his team a call, go and see him. They're a one-stop shop for all your DIY and building products. That's Wolverhampton Building Supplies, family-run business that's small enough to care and big enough to cope. Right, um, yep. coming to the time because it is Subjects of the Week! Abuse of the Week! Abuse of the Week! Abuse of the Week! Hit me with some abuse, please, Mr. Chimishi. Uh, you put a picture of me online last night of me at the Etihad with the team news uh, mm. Philippe Washington oh, French is he can't spell his name properly mm. says Tim looks like a pedo waiting for the kids to come out of school wow oh, that, was, oh, that was a bit harsh a bit, a bit harsh the jacket didn't help you look but you know should, uh, the, the missus says you should get rid of your jacket as well. Yeah, I'm. I'm not. I like it. So I'm not it's a bit oasis in in Manchester. To be fair, there's, there's the dime a dozen around around the Etihad. Um, Villa Bible called me a terrible journalist. Did they? After I had a go at them for winning the attendance cup. Oh. And Dave Clive apparently according to yourself earlier. What's he had to say? Oh yes. Um, and he says, "Why the duck are you a biased cunt for?" Um, you would um, bang your dad if it meant you didn't have to pick a fault with Cody or Doherty. <laughs> Says Dave Clive, 105. Wow. Yes. That's, that's good. It's inventive. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Good stuff. Uh, right. Let's yeah, just, anyway, stuff. moving on to that. Leicester City on Saturday. We've got an early kickoff, which I'm buzzing about, an early kickoff. Um, look, if they're going to start winning at home, what a great game to do it. They owe Leicester a bit of a... Well... A bit of a, th- a thwacking, I think, after after away from home. Obviously, they lost two in that bizarre game. Uh, dumped out of the cup at home as well. Um, but it all is not rosy in the in the Fox's garden. 
Yeah, a bit of, bit of a strange club at the moment, Leicester. If you look at the form table uh, of the last five games, uh, Leicester actually sixth in the form table. Wolves are 17th. Um, and yet, and yet you, wouldn't, you wouldn't think that, I don't think, going into the game because there's all sorts of problems at Leicester. Booed off the other day, dumped out the FA Cup by Newport. Lots of fans want Claude Puel to go. Um, and yet on their day, as they've proved recently, they'll beat anyone. They beat, yeah. they beat um, The last three away games, they won at Man City, Chelsea and Everton. So I think with the atmosphere at uh, the King Power turning a bit toxic. I think they beat Man City at, um, at home now. Oh, was it? I think so. Oh, uh, you might be right. I think so, yeah. Oh, okay. I'll take that back then. I think Palace beat them a- a- away. Anyway, won at Chelsea and Everton away yeah. um, very recently. I think their last two uh, away games. Yes. They've got the sixth best away record. They've only lost four times on the road. And I think, yeah, a combination of the, the atmosphere at the, the, at the King Power not being the best, a lot of anti-Puel kind of fans. And they do tend to play better on the counter-attack. Mm-hmm. I know that that's been an issue, their style of play. Puel trying to introduce more of a possession game. Leicester fans don't like that. You know they won the title with counter-attacking football. Mm-hmm. Vardy playing off the last man. Vardy himself has publicly said he doesn't like the way that they're playing. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot going on there. I think Puel's a good manager. He did well with Southampton and got the boot. Won the League Cup and finished eighth. And he's doing he's doing fine with Leicester. Shame shame for them. They got dumped out of the cup, but but so be it. I mean, they went one 0 down at home to Southampton. Then then Southampton down to ten, and they still won two one. No, I know, I know. But, but like I said, you look at the form table. They're sixth place. So. Mm-hmm. They've got some very good players. Wolves should have beaten them at the King Power. They were, they were the better team that day, but somehow lost 2-0. I yeah. mean, they had, a, they had the woodwork three times, I think. Matt, Matt Doherty missed a sitter, and then it was um, an own goal and a deflection. It was a crazy day. Mm-hmm. And yeah, Wolves will want a bit of revenge, as you say, the Carabao Cup defeat as well. So Madison is the key. He's a, he's a very good player. Gets in between the lines. Neves might have to do a job on him um, and sacrifice himself maybe for, for that one. Um, and then Vardy's Vardy, yeah. Vardy the obvious danger up front. And um, and obviously the lad we called as well from, from West Brom. Harvey. Mm, Harvey came on at half-time. Harvey Barnes. So, you know, he's, he's very useful. I've seen him quite a bit this season and I wouldn't be surprised if he even gets a start. Well, he's got to change the team after that Southampton game, surely. Yeah, the fact he's brought yeah. him back, this guy's got to play. So yeah. you would have thought he would do, and it would, yeah. But Wolves are going to have to the shooting boots on. Schmeichel obviously at the back. Um, you know, Wes Morgan, Harry Maguire. I mean, they they still got. A, they can hurt you, can't they? No, they they can. And like I said, they're they're good away from home. Sixth best away record. Wolves' home form has been poor. I think five defeats in seven. Uh, they need to get back on track. And they need to make Molyneux a, a bit of a fortress. And if they can do that in the last four or five months, then I'd back them to, to finish seventh mm. if they can get the home form right. So they've got to start proving that on Saturday. Yeah, big game. Really want three points. It is, it is a big game. It, it, an interesting kind of clash of styles as well. And as always, first goal will be very important. But Wolves have got to, Wolves have got to set the tone because against, against Palace, they were so lethargic. Mm-hmm. There was no tempo to it, no urgency. You know, that, that's, got to be, that's got to be different. Uh, lineups then what are we thinking well I, I want to see 3-4-3 three, three. I think Dendonka will take Bolly's place because he did so well yeah. at the Etihad it's a re- oh, midfield's a tough one mm. do you go Neves Matinho which hasn't really worked no it's consistently who's pushing since, it since the start uh, of the season Saiz yeah, I don't think Gibbs White at the moment not doing much off the bench no. last last few weeks uh, like I said earlier I want to see Jota and Traore the two form players either side of Jimenez, and we've been waiting all season for their forwards to play well consistently. Time and again, they've had a good game here or there, and then completely dropped off the yeah. face of the earth. 
Costa being the prime example, mm-hmm. continues to do so. Cavalero in and out. But here, finally, you've got two players in form. Jota, before his injury, brilliant. Came back, picked up where he left off um, against Liverpool in the FA Cup. I thought he was he was okay at Man City. And Traore, brilliant at Spurs. He'd finally arrived, got his tight hamstring. We haven't really seen him since. And I thought he came out at City and, mm. and did well again. So you finally got two, two forward players, finally, in form and looking dangerous and looking creative. They've got to both play. Uh, is there any chance that he might just go from nowhere and just play Costa on the from the, on the right with Jota and just go to his you know his his favourites? I hope not. Hmm. Okay, of course he could. He's, he's, he 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 does like bringing in Costa for a surprise selection, but I yeah. I, I, I hope not. Uh, I, I think the way I think I think the way Troy replied at, at, at Man City has, has hmm. forced his way to the team if he changes formation, which I think he will. Right, predictions to finish off there. And I'm going to say, oh, goodness me. I mean, they haven't got a good record, have they? Can they change it around? Um, I'm going to say that they nick it 2-1. Hmm. I think I think it's a really interesting game from a Leicester point of view. Do they want to save Puel? Do they want Puel to be their manager? It's it's on a, It looks like it's heading towards a knife edge, despite their recent good results. So do they want do they want to come out and perform for him and play? Hmm. I don't think they do. I think there's too many players in that team that don't that don't like him. Just purely from an outside looking in, in that scenario, Wolves get the result two 0 Oh yes, love it. Right, that's it. Bebe enjoyed it. Yeah. Fingers crossed. Three points on Saturday. I'm off to Pina Lucasade Sport Bottle. Take care from Tim from myself. See you later. Sweet.